everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on season two of Tell Me About It. I am super excited and we can't wait for you to hear of this new upcoming episodes. That being said, I am super excited to announce our first guest, Rhoda. Rhoda, how are you? Hi. 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 Um, thank you. Thank you for having me. And honestly, this is this is amazing. So of thank course. you. Of course. Oh my God. I'm super excited to have you on here. I remember when you were, when I first reached out, you were just a little, you know, a little hesitant and like super excited. And I was like, no, this is so casual. Um, It's just a fun, you know, conversation between two people. And I'm just super excited for you to be here. Thank you. But honestly, who wouldn't be like, this is, this is a legit podcast and like <laughs> honestly like you don't you don't just bring anyone so no honored. no you, you your story is it's incredible and I wanted to share that on here and kind of give a platform to people to share their stories their experiences mm. and just learn from them and through our four principles listen learn connect and share that okay. being said Rhoda if you want to just introduce yourself where you're from what you're currently studying and doing at the moment with occupation Okay, so hello everyone. Um, I hope you're all doing well. My name, my name is Roda Navaego, and I am an international student at Brooke from a small country called Uganda, which is found in the eastern part of Africa. And uh, currently, I'm in the business program, studying business program, um, majoring in information systems. And aside from that, I work at the Human Rights and Equity Office, specifically in the Gender and Sexual Violence Office. I think that's the right word. Yes, and I work with Muskan, so legit, legit work, work made. And um, yeah, um, I would say apart from like work and school, I also do some volunteer work. And right now I have been volunteering with Canada Blood Services. And if all works out, I will start with Niagara Health in maybe November. I just need to wait for a few things to come in. But yes, that's where I am at, the, at this current moment in time. Amazing. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yes, we do work together, P2P. Shout out Human Rights and mm -hmm. Equity. I love our job. Um, yes. I wanted to ask you, so you mentioned a little bit about um, your journey to coming to Brock, but if you want to kind of just dive a little bit deeper into where did your journey begin when you decided to come to Brock and what made you choose uh, Brock University? Well, for starters, my journey started in, you know, let me just go from the very beginning. So I came to Canada in 2017 for high school. So the thing is uh, to increase your chances of joining a good university in Canada and as well, like making just the whole transition smoother, doing one year of high school here is the best option. That's what I was told. So I came in 2017 for one year of year 12, which is the last year here, unlike back home where it's year 13. So yes, year 12, I joined a school. Uh, it was a homeschool type of thing. And uh, that's why I did my year 12. And I would, I remember it was the last, the winter semester of, so it was the last semester of high school. Um, they brought um, different people from different schools and one of them was Brooke. So why I chose Brooke was because I should acknowledge that I, uh, I lacked so much information with regards to university. And the only thing I was considering at that moment in time was tuition and how many people were going um, to Brooke that I knew. So 
in a certain that sense, my parents were looking at community and um, tuition. So those were the two things that um, influenced my decision to go to Brock. But I believe if I had more information about different schools, I would have maybe chosen a different option. But you know what? Things happen for a reason, and we are here today. But yes, that's why it started in high school, uh, 2017. Um, then I applied for the uh, honors bachelor's program, honors BBA program at Brock. And yes, uh, for almost five years down the line, here I am in my last year almost graduating. Yes, that's that's where it started and this is where we are right now. Thank you for sharing. I think I really liked how you mentioned about community, which is something I've been able to uh, also realize and been so grateful for is that the community at Brock is very welcoming mm -hmm. and everyone is so supportive of one another. There's such a great energy at Brock University. And that's a big reason why I love going here. It's yes. just like, it's like a family. It's like a big family. And yeah, I really liked how you mentioned that kind of going into um you mentioned about work school and personal life how has it been you've been able to adjust to all these three things which are such a big part of our life mm, I think it goes back to the aspect of community but not necessarily Brooks community as a as a whole but um the people I moved with to Brook so I moved to Brook with my sister and my cousin at the time uh, actually two cousins one actually left he went to western but um just moving to this whole new place with knowing no one and like having very little social skills just having like those two people by my side it's it's honestly it has been amazing like doing this thing of life with them in university so i think that's those are the, that's the one thing that has like really helped and guided me throughout this whole journey and then also minus this small home community of mine but like as you say the broad community as a whole like meeting different people and like getting to go through different stages of life well um i don't know while navigating this whole experience it's it's what has like helped me so yes um in general community has really really helped and it has influenced so many aspects of my work school and like personal life and it's actually this is just the beginning in most situations for example like my personal life like there's so much stuff i'm still learning about myself um even though i'm almost done with school but it's been an incredible journey i hope that answers that question though because i think i might have gone off topic but yes no no you did i think it's very um, admirable for you to, you know, be able to balance all these three. As a P2P mentor, we both work. It's such an amazing job just to be around such a supportive team. And yeah. I think also the environment matters. So having those positive um, contributing environments really play a factor. And I think, like you mentioned, it's, it's great, though. I think um, a great journey. And thank you for sharing regarding that. Um, just to the next question, um, it was regarding the last question as well, but what has your outlook been on these three topics uh, changed since the move from going from one country to another country? Uh, my outlook, um, I would like to start off by saying that, so I went to boarding school for 
a good amount of time. So when it came to like moving from one country to the next, I saw it as more of, um, rather than me moving from one country to the next, it was more of me just moving from one school to the next. It's just that instead of a car ride to school, it was a plane ride to school. That's how I saw it in terms of transitioning. And um, so starting with school, it's a whole different school system. And um, it was something I did have a challenge with at the very beginning, because back home, it's more of cramming and um, remembering every single thing the teacher taught you. But here, it's more of understanding. So having to adjust to the whole understanding piece was a bit difficult. But I believe with like Brock's resources are honestly amazing. So shout out to Student Life and Success. Um, they really, really, really helped me out. Also shout out to the professors. They are, once you meet a good professor, you will never look back in any um, subject. And as well, the different people I got to interact with in different situations have been life-changing, whether good or bad. They have all contributed to my um, school journey. So that transition has been interesting, but good at the same time. Then when it comes to work, oh, it was, it was a whole thing within itself. So back home being in boarding school, there is no room to work. Now you are in a whole new country and you have the chance to be independent. And I always wanted that form of independence because um, when it came to, when it came to like, when it came to having like um, my siblings here, that meant more cost for my parents in terms of tuition, in terms of living expenses, because we are not the only kids. So some small bit of background, I am in a family of six kids. So I have five siblings. So that's, yeah, that's, that's a whole thing within itself. And so wanting to get independence was more of me trying to reduce the financial burden on my parents. So um, when it came to working, immediately I could start handling, like juggling school and work. I went for it and it didn't obviously start out well. I think my first job was really, really sad. I hated it for the most part, but I was like, you know what? I need this. I need the experience because as an international student, whether you work from home or not, it's not, your experience back home is not always valid here. Uh, so having to start from the ground up was, it was a challenge, but I got through it. We are here, we are PTP employees and um, yeah, it's, it has been rewarding, a bit annoying, but very rewarding at the end of the day. Then moving on to personal life, uh, it has been a drastic, drastic change. So I grew up having two things, work and school. Actually, no, I grew up having school. School was my life. I was either at school or at home. And I always preferred being at school because that's where most of my social interactions took place. Being um, a, a woman um, back home is very restricted given the society that I grew up in. So when it came to say, going out with friends during the holidays, that was a big no from my parents. And I realized in that moment in time, me being at school was the most beneficial to my social life. So I knew socializing in us. I, I understood socializing in a school-based um, lens. So any type of socializing I would do would be at school. So coming to Canada and um, 
having to create a life for myself, it was a bit tricky, especially for my personal life, because um, joining a whole new school in a whole new country is a whole different thing, because now meeting kids who, I don't know, they already have their own system, their own groups. So trying to like get in into that can be scary. Cause I remember one thing that like really stopped me from interacting with students was my accent. I always, I was always scared that what if they do not understand what I'm saying? So that really impacted my first year and second year. I never really talked to people unless I had to um given the type of class because most classes were always group work so that is when i got to talk to people so it brings in this aspect of only interacting with people in, in like a school setting and um so yeah first year and second year was mostly i would only talk to people if it was in a class setting outside that it never really really happened and of course it had an impact but then now when it comes to like working with you, working at HRE, um, you get to build your voice and learn how to um, talk to people outside of the classroom. So I think just working in general at Brooke, since, um, since starting working at Brooke, it has given me a chance to talk to people outside the class setting and yeah, it's, it has been scary because I never talked to people. So um, I was always scared that they wouldn't understand me. But you get to meet incredible people who take the time to like understand you and they do not like, I don't know, shame you of the way you like say certain words. Like they take the time to actually understand what you're saying and in a respectful manner, ask you to like say, repeat something and yeah, see you as more than just an international student who um, who brings in a certain view or like who is new to the country instead of seeing them as like some spectacle that you can ask a bunch of questions. So that it has been interesting like that. And I, I would say one other thing is, so one thing when I came to uni, when I came to uni, I knew, I saw all these people like dating and stuff. So I was like, oh yes, I should also date. So in that in terms of like dating, honestly, that's it has been that. So like I never dated. So my, my personal life in that aspect is zero percent. <laughs> it's zero percent. Hopefully it gets better. But uh yeah, like it goes back to the thing of would they understand what I'm saying? So I think that's something that like really impacted like so so much of my personal life. But with work, I have got I've had the chance to build relationships and hopefully they are long-lasting relationships. Um yeah that's that's how it has sort of changed but i'm glad it has changed because i got a chance like i don't know learn who i am as a person outside of the classroom because all i knew was who am i inside the classroom but then i didn't know who i was outside the classroom i've also had the chance like in some sort of way um what's the word explore my sexuality so i think that's one other thing that I've had the chance to learn in with, within my personal life since coming here, because back home it's very heteronormative and you cannot ask questions. You cannot um, you cannot look at things in a different way than what is already said. But yeah, that's 
that's how it has sort of shifted. And honestly, I know there's so much more for me to learn, especially in my personal life. But given the resources and the freedom Canada presents you with, um, I know it's going to be good. Thank you. I think I can definitely agree. As you mentioned, Brock programs services have allowed me also both of us to I think broaden horizons like mm. staff member and student has created an environment where we're allowed to be ourselves and um, contribute to a greater community. Mm -hmm. You mentioned about P2P and I think I've been able to create a lifelong relationship with you now and yes. we're both so passionate and inspired like um, passionate and I think each of those things contribute to those relationships and I think I'm very grateful that I got to meet you um, through P2P, which I, we keep mentioning because it's such a great, great, great um, program. That being said, I did want to kind of dive a little bit. Um, I wanted to ask you, actually, mm. is there any type of uh, advice you could offer international students that are in a similar boat? We are kind of going a little bit near to the end of the conversation, but any last mm. thoughts when it comes to international students? And what is one question you think people should not be afraid to ask international students? So it's kind of a two-part question. Yes. Uh, so with the first question, what, what advice would I have for international students? Um, the very first thing is when you enter the country, so once you go into that immigration office, there is a history, a history that you inherit when you land into a new country. And um, sometimes it's not always the best history, being a black woman isn't always the best history, but it is a history that you're presented with and it's not something that you can just change just because you want to. So I would say taking the time to like have an idea of it is really, really helpful because um, one of um, one class that I was in, so I would say trigger warning. Yes, trigger warning. One class that I was in, it was one of my very first year courses and uh, being uh, an immigrant, being a black person, it 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 you you do not sound the same as everyone else, and sometimes not all professors see that, do not acknowledge that, so they do not acknowledge the intersectionality of very many different things within this, of, of very many different aspects of life. So when it came to this class, it was um, it was a class for presentations and. I was, I remember I presented and then at the end, the professor had to give us grades and the professor did give me less points because of the way I quote unquote pronounced certain words. And I remember when I went to ask this professor, um, what do you mean by this? Um, they could not explain it. They were trying so hard to say that, yes, you know how some people pronounce different words differently, you pronounce words differently. So sometimes you need to like, adjust da, da, da. and I didn't know what a microaggression was still I went for um an HRE um uh what's it called? workshop so having that having some knowledge about the history of the group that you're in um is good because you're able to to know and understand such different situations and also even be able to address them because if I had the knowledge that I have now I would have maybe maybe called out the professor or um, maybe, uh, I don't know, 
done something more than what I had done then because in that point in time I felt so bad because I felt like I was lacking something but then um one thing I should have known was that I didn't lack anything I did I I did not have to adjust to what they wanted but I had to because this is who I am and um in that moment in time I, I had I would have wanted to accepted my accent as it was because I couldn't fake it. I could not, even though I try right now, I cannot fake like an extended R or an ex- a certain pronunciation of a certain word. I can't. It would just sound very weird to me. That's one thing I would do. So I think um, if I have the knowledge that I have now, then I would have like called out this person and been like, you know what? No, like this is how it is. So it's not me. It's a youth. It's not a me thing. It's a youth thing. So yes, having some form of knowledge about the history that your group has within this country is good, as well as other groups. So for example, we are indigenous land. I didn't know that, but now I know that. So um, I know what to do in different situations, giving back, where to go to like support a small business is always a good thing. Um, yes, uh, s- small, um, it's, it, you know what, this is shameless uh, advertising. Yes, the farmer's market on Saturday from 7 a.m. to 12, to 1 p.m. They are small businesses who bring their food there. Please go uh, buy from them. They are really, really great. Um, uh, the next would be uh, always have your immigration uh, documents up to date, regardless of whether they are like your passport or your study permit or your work permit. Just try to make sure that those things are always good to go in any situation. And the transit app, the transit app is a lifesaver. It, it will help you in so many different situations. And then um, getting involved. Like I mentioned before, I used to get scared of um, getting into different things within, with, within campus because I was scared of people not understanding what I was saying. So, taking that leap of faith and like maybe joining a club, um, something that aligns with your personal interests or something that you're trying to discover within yourself. So I think the last, my last point would be joining a club and this ties into getting involved. So joining a club that directly aligns with your interests as an individual, even though you keep your, um, even though you keep your engagement in that club a secret, at least you as a person, you get to live your true self for even just one hour or two. So that's something that I'm trying to, um, that's something that I'm trying to implement in my life right now. So it's good when someone does it from like the very beginning because you get to learn who you really are as an individual. You get to understand what your likes and dislikes are within the society that you live in, or even, even within you as a person. So getting involved in something that, even though it might be a secret to you, but something that like, helps you fulfill your true self um and also getting a job on campus honestly you will meet amazing people i met most fun through my job and i cannot stress how much um how incredible it has been and uh yes and also shout out to eve our supervisor she yes very very i'm um, like you know what Eve deserves all the flowers she can get. Exactly. Because she is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I have never had a supervisor so chilled, but so um, 
so into the job like it is. She will do everything with grace and with grace and beauty. And you'll be like, you know what? I want to be like Eve. And she will push you in her own way. She will encourage you in her own way and she will assist you in her own way. And I think that's something, if I was to be someone supervisor or manager, that's the type of person I would aspire to be. Um, yes, that I would say. Mm -hmm. I, I was just gonna add on, I think it's so important to have empathy. Mm -hmm. And there is so much empathy within our workplace for one another. Yes. which I love. We're so understanding of one another. Um, mm -hmm. how we're balancing work, school, life, everything. And just having that such a positive environment plays such a great role, like we mentioned mm -hmm. before, and like you mentioned as well. But yes. You think people should not be afraid to ask international students. That one, I would say personally, the one question I wouldn't mind someone asking me is where are you from? Because we get uh, we get a whole lot of international students and broke. And just asking them where you're from, I do not see it as a bad thing. I think it's it's you acknowledging that they have um, an origin and I don't know, it's it's not I, I would say it's not just it would say like I don't, it, it to me it seems like you asking me where I'm from helps you expand your knowledge on what the world has to offer. Because I've had situations where I meet someone and they're like, oh, hi, hi, how are you? And I'm like, I'm good, thank you, how are you doing? And then they're like, oh, you're from Ghana? And I'm like, no, bro, it's okay. Ask me where I am from. Not shared to Ghana or any other country, but like, I, I, I find it um, worthwhile when someone asks me where I'm from because I get to tell them that, oh, yes, I'm from Uganda. And then maybe they don't know where Uganda is and they're like, oh, where is it from? And I'm like, it's from here. Because like, I, I guess it's just something that I, I want to be more proud of. So I would want someone to ask me about it. So yes, if someone is okay with asking you where they're from, or, or sorry, if you're if someone is okay with asking with you asking them where they're from, ask them. It's I think it's a way of us appreciating everyone's culture and um, origin. Thank you. That's 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 my answer to the last oh. question. Of course, I think having an open communication is very important with any relationship that you create. Mm. It's to work towards a healthy and positive relationship, which we actually discussed a couple yesterday. Um, that being said, mm -hmm. this is the end of our conversation. I wanted to say thank you so much for coming. Thank you. No, thank, thank you. you. Because <laughs> this, this, is, this whole platform is it's life-changing it's giving voice to the voiceless and it's giving chance to so many people to share their stories like i didn't expect someone to ask me for my story but when you asked i was like you know what i'm scared yes but muskan wants to know my story <laughs> so let me tell her my story with with without leaving any single thing out so thank you of course i think your story is very admirable it's amazing to hear and i'm just so excited to share this with everyone else mm -hmm.